Uh, most capitals, yeah, most capitals in the country are not the most pop popping cities for the state, right? However, I'll say I think Sacramento's getting up there and now. I want to say Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas has been growing a lot because a lot of people moving to Texas, and and Austin seems to be, even though it's Texas, it seems to be the most Western Texas. It's like everybody I ever talked to that goes to Austin. It's almost like parts of California moved over there, you know, like the the, the environment. You ever um, been? No, no. I just people that I talk to that go out there. It's like, oh yeah, man. It just seems like it's it's more. Um, let me hate to get like this. It's more of like a left ideology in in Texas type of environment is what I get from people. You know what I'm saying? A lot of transplants. A lot of transplants there. Uh, University oh, of Texas God. is in Austin. Yeah. So it's just like, it just seems different from the people that are like, Austin, Texas seems different than definitely Houston, Dallas, or or San Antonio, which is San Antonio is a small city in comparison. But uh, but for the most part, most it seems like most uh, state capitals aren't the, the biggest city in that state. You know, I find that very, very interesting on many there's levels. Part of me that, that there's part of me makes it, it, it understands though, in a way. How so? It, it, like in a way, you don't want your, you don't want your, uh, government officials partying all the time. You want them to focus on stuff, right? Laws might be a little bit tighter there. Things might be a little bit more strict. And this is why I think this way, right? When I was in the military, the closer you got to the East Coast and the capital, the more strict those bases were you know what i'm saying so you you hold a certain look right and now granted i'm not sitting there saying it's the same for the state but i'm just saying like in general it's like okay you know you, like you're it's more uh government structured you know not a lot of not a lot of not a lot of companies are are like um i mean they use the government as far as like you know contracts but a lot of a lot of like businesses go to bigger cities to flourish to get the people, you know. Now, granted, do I think that states state capitals should probably be the biggest city? Yeah, you know, that could also be a big target issue too, though. Imagine like, hey, I want to take out this. I want to take out the, uh, you know, city. the capital. Yeah, you take out the take out that with the most people too, or everybody's ran, you know. I can see that. That makes sense. That makes sense in a from your stamp, like the military thing, as you said that. I was like, you know what? That actually is sounds it makes sense. Like if you're in the idea of protection and you know, playing the shell game, like I here's our capital, but clearly mm -hmm. it's not as populated as LA or San Francisco. So what you yeah, gonna like, do? <laughs> I think the the place that creates the law or even like if you look at your parents, the closer you get to your parents, the stricter the rules are, right? So thinking of the capitals like that, like the, the place that creates the law, the, the more they're going to want to try to enforce it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The further you get away from that, less jurisdiction of it, you know? Oh, so You got a point but, there. You got a point. But, you know, um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Sacramento, even now, like see, in, in the playoffs right now, right? People are way, way, and I'm a Lakers fan too. Way too hype for the Lakers to still possibly win it all. I'm just like, I'm not like, I'm not. Maybe oh, okay, maybe I'm being a cynical Laker fan. I'm just like, I don't want that hype. I just want them to play and do the best. But there's talk about they can win it, and I'm like, they barely showed that throughout the year. You know what I'm saying? They like 
why you have and granted they had trades or whatever, but it's like you guys are so this is my experience being a fan of Lakers. As a Laker name, for media purposes, they have a chance every year. You know? And that's just a talking point just because it's a name. You know, like for a while, like like one of the things people are gonna hear on football is Dallas. They're always gonna hear about Dallas. You know, fan base. I feel like I don't follow baseball so much, so you can correct me this, but I don't feel like Yankees as much, but still when the Yankees are solid, you're gonna want they're gonna talk they're gonna want to talk Yankees, about Yankees Yankees all day. Yankees always take the headline. Or yeah. the Dodgers. Dodgers take a lot of headlines nowadays too. Oh yeah, I mean and, and that part, like it's so weird because I don't think the I don't think the Yankee I don't think the Dodgers are on the Yankees level, but I feel like lately they have been lately because they've been so close. They've had some of the greatest seasons and lost it, you know? Like, you're talking about, yo, you guys have this destroying people and then losing in the World Series or losing in the the playoffs, you know? Humiliation. Humiliation. Kershaw, Kershaw is... But, I mean, when it's all said and done, they're talking about Kershaw about to be like... uh... Like Hall of Fame status, which I mean, well, his statistics Hall- and I mean, shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Much, yeah, he is. You know what I'm saying? And then like, uh, and I like, because there was a time I was like, what in the world goes on? Like, in the playoff realm, and now too, what happens is what I believe is when someone says what you are all the time during a particular time frame, it's the Nick, it's the uh, Nick Anderson effect. Then you start to become that. You know. Yep. <laughs> Nick Anderson. Oof, man, that was rough. Well, because like. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's it's a double it's a double part of that whatever energy you're manifesting. People want to say you are what you think you are, right? But you're also you are what people tell you you are. Just depends on which one you believe and accept. You know what I'm saying? And after a while, if you're told something long enough, or been in a situation long enough, you start to believe it. You know, it takes a very strong individual to get out of that mindset. Yeah, there's a lot of detachment that has to go on for you to break that. But it's it's definitely more glare. It's it's more magnified when you're on the big stage, like a Nick Anderson at that moment, or you know any of those people that uh, live life in in the you know in popularity. That's that's yeah the, yeah the human factor because you know I talk all this that's shit so about tough, you know like those robots and they with drones and all that. But then you know in reality, if I'm being you know like real it's like yeah they're humans so just uh, place myself in that like ooh, that is it's, it's weird it, it's, it's weird because, like, they, they're robots or drones or humans it's not like us right it's like okay so you go to your job and there's certain things you you you, you don't believe or you want to fight but it's like oh it's a part of the job so you just comply mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying compliance so, is everything <laughs> kind of similar to, the, to athletes and stars what happens is they still got to comply to certain standards that are somehow put within that subsect of groups and people mm-hmm. you know yeah i mean the nba is a great business you know their reason they need the media to it's it's they're all in together the media wing is just as important if not maybe more important you know to bring notoriety to a sport and the minute that those narratives start to, you know, really dabble into the feelings of the the fans, and then you got them hooked. But you do have to put these characters out there, you know, like uh, Jordan to this day is still, I mean, you know, the, the movie just dropped. Everybody talking about, you know, 
his his uh what's it called his Jordans the the last shot Jordans sold for two point two million dollars I think or something like that two hundred two two million this recently I think like yesterday or two days ago or something this week or maybe it sold a long time ago they're just putting re re putting out that news but it was a large amount but anyways the NBA needs the media wing and and I think that you know back to the you know like the Nick Anderson situation for instance like yeah that. Like you said, it you might not believe what it says, but shit, everything around you is seeing something that is telling you that. So what do you do as a person? Do you just X those people out or do you live with it and don't give a fuck and just keep on doing your thing? And yeah, yeah. mental fortitude is imperative. You know, and I was going to, I'm glad you said that because two parts where, where I was going to say uh, things are the way they are and continue to be the way they are until someone amazing comes in and changes it, right? Meaning that like, before people hated Michael Jordan, said he was selfish. He was selfish until he became so great that people changed around him. Mm-hmm. They changed the narrative, and then now all of a sudden he couldn't be because the winning or whatever. He he is God, right? Prior to that, people were saying he was trying to be like Dr. J or whatever, and he was selfish. selfish. Yeah, and so now he became the the person. Now, now that's the new standard. Um, what I believe what happens is there's a like even like because when, when I'm saying this I'm thinking of like rap right trap has had a stranglehold on the rap industry for hell of a long man I don't know if it was from T.I. who did it or or just not just trap but I mean like South, Southern rap Outcast baby dude but it, but it's like but even Outcast wasn't Southern rap the way that it is now right uh, when, when, it, when, it went, when it went trap basically well, you're you're looking at okay, so you're looking at you had uh Scarface and yeah. and you had Outcast and then you had Goody Mob. When you go and listen to those guys, you knew they're from the South, but they didn't rap like like No Limit mm-hmm. or uh, yeah. mm-hmm. or um Cash Money, right? Yeah. When Cash Money and them came out, it was a different type of sound, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And even even like even Bun B and and uh MC. MC, right? Yeah, yeah. UGK, right? UGK. Theirs was a little more. It was like a mixture. It was a mixture of of like little Houston, little little bit of Wayneish, but not as much. You know, yeah. they had their own flow to it. But when when Cash Money and and No Limit came out, that was a very particular style for a very long time. Then Ti came out with his version of South Trap type of stuff, which was still. His flow was still kind of New York-ish vibe with the flow, yeah. with with this with the with a certain sound. But I I want to say when Lil Wayne really blew up was when that sound, and then and then you know where it is now was kind of from I want I want to say the sound now came from either Future or or Migos. You know is where it's like the the mumble ish, yeah. but the Southern rap has held its a stranglehold since I want to say since about 1999. Because I want to say like when Big Pimpin came out, which was a Jay Z song, you know, and then you know you had you had uh well maybe 98 99 because when you had uh when you had um Ha right from Juvenile and and the Ha remixes I I'm not gonna sit here and deny I loved them right yeah yeah I hated that song at first you that dude with the nice shoes huh uh-huh. right. <laughs> Yeah. Use a you got the block on fire. You made <laughs> to the moment you expire, you know what it is to make something out of nothing. You handle your biz. No one cry. That was fire. You know what I'm saying? And then and then that kind of 
went into still southern which was growing but also outcast took a stranglehold of that when when uh i want to say stankonia stankonia bombs over baghdad like yeah when they went like really popular well, I, yeah. I I still think uh I still think of Quim and I was their 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 best one. Where yeah. had, uh going on the barber, Rosa Parks or whatever. Mm. You know, but then when Stankonia came out, Bombs Over Baghdad came out, I just remember running <laughs> I was I remember running like on in, in high school working out to that. Oh, Don't pull man. the thing out unless you turn the bag. Bombs over Baghdad. Yeah. And then and then uh Sarbus Jackson. Woo! I am for real. Dude, those songs blew up. You could not hear that anywhere. You know what I'm saying? I would say, yeah. I think you're right in saying Outkast, when they came to the table, was uh, to the popularity, was though that era. But I'm a, I'm an AT Aliens fan, straight up. AT Aliens is woo! Yeah, elevators? So AT Aliens, oh, oh, man. AT, AT Aliens and uh, so you have that one, Elevators. But see, even the... Um, Cause everybody was like me and you, but it was a uh, uh, other one yo for me. It was um, AT, uh, AT Aliens. It was like, yeah, uh, why, why can't I right now? Like, yeah, no one better, Elevators was the more like New Yorkers slant, like where yeah. he was talking stuff while while like while to me, AT Aliens uh, was just flowing, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so, hey, give it right? up to the South, bro. South basically has had a stranglehold on, on the industry for that long. <laughs> I mean, like to where like New York rappers were rapping the trap beats all the time, and it's just a trap, like it's had a stranglehold. So the reason I said it is because someone comes in and it changes it and it's a stranglehold on that. Because for a while rap like gangster rap from from about eighty four eight to about 94 95 was where it had its reign so when you look at how long trap has been holding it down that's a, it's been or just southern rap has been holding it down this a long time you know what i'm saying um but i say that because like certain you know there's there's that and there's certain strangleholds but then you get some people that are coming in they're changing the way because like like today i was just like not today but a couple of days ago i was just you know i'm just driving and then and then i see a lot of young kids love tyler the creator and then when I watch Tyler the Creator, I'm not always a fan of everything he does, but I'm a fan of him, meaning what he brings. He's all he's just he's one of those people like, like I'm just gonna do whatever I want to do, and it'll be weird and be whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, Tyler Creator, like I've I can't say I like all his rap songs, you know, a lot, but it, like I do like the funniness. He's always silly to his stuff. He is goofy, but I can't. Say, yeah, he's goofy and he's kind of like. Just whatever comes off the top of his head is some random stuff. So I enjoy that. As far as flows, so, you know, sometimes. Um, but for the most part, I do like the energy that he brings. You know, it's like just something different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I mean, and for a minute too, I, I felt like Kendrick was bringing back a different feel to it, to the game. You know what I'm saying? Like changing, yeah, the narrative. Always doing you know, trap rap or Migos or mumble rap or whatever, you know? Because right now it definitely seems like more people are starting to get into lo-fi and a little bit like there's kids now getting records that are definitely just Nirvana stuff all the time or or like 
coaching kids were like, oh, man, yeah, I love Tupac. Like, kids love the hell out of Tupac. Mm-hmm. It was like a Tupac resurgence. Resurgence, bro. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's kind of one of those things. I like I I I when I hear stuff like that, I I really think about the Y two K, because yeah. I'm thinking that was the end of like not necessarily creativity, but let's just say the world as we knew it up to the two thousands. They were like, okay, boom. From here, we're not really gonna do anything new. We're just gonna kind of re give you shit that you've now seen. You know, mm-hmm. there's nothing left new for the populace. But yet, the the cool part is there's a lot of other little small patches and corners because the internet allows, you know, very, very specific, you know, searches. If you're looking for something, the world is open to you. But for the most part, the opening narrative or the overruling narrative is, you know, they like we, you know, do, we, you know, control type shit. Yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, it, it, it's weird. It's like, do I... I don't know if it ended, but it does seem like at a certain point. No, no, I don't think it ended because like I wanted to say when once once Instagram came out and to like to the mass in like 2012 ish. That's when Instagram came out. I want to say that's when it dropped for everyone else. 2012. I want to say it was 2012, 11, 12 because I I was working at AT and T at the time and I didn't get the job at Edward Jones at the time, but I remember taking a picture on Instagram and I thought it was just a filter app, right? For pictures. And then I didn't realize it was posting online. Uh-huh. And I used to joke around that. I used to joke around I was like, thank God I didn't do a dick pic or anything like that, joking around thinking it was a filter and it'd be up on, <laughs> on social media. Yeah, yeah. No, that's crazy. That's how so crazy a- that we date that. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, it's crazy that we did that. Uh, um, but th- that was when things really changed to me. Like, you know, Facebook was one. So, te- te- okay, sorry, I'm incorrect. Instagram came out in 2010, October 6th, but I don't know if it really started blowing up in 2012. 12, yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then Facebook was like 2006? Well, 2001-ish, but I want to say that... It blew up in 2009. This is why I remember 2009. I got out the Navy before I was mad at Facebook because I was like, like, it was only for people who had uh, college went to school. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, well, can I use my military email account you gotta have a a, a a .edu email account to log into Facebook for his own for college and I was like fuck that I was mad I was like wait so you're saying you serve in a country doesn't doesn't equate to like the same allow level me to be involved with people of the world yeah like I can't do that it was only for for college people like it was more elite or whatever and then in 2009 I wanted to say I wanted to say in 2009 it opened up and then it like, then it really blew up quick. And I want, let me just clarify because I want to miss here. But I mean, the internet already changed the history. They're gonna tell you, oh, it came out in '97. <laughs> like what? Oh yeah, Facebook came out 2004-ish. Uh, when did Facebook become popular? Well, yeah, I would say 2008-9. That sounds about right. 
I wanted Facebook open up to everybody. Let me see. I just want to make sure. Well, to the relevant crowd, which would yeah. be teenagers to early 20s were the people probably using it at this point. Yeah. When did Facebook become accessible to the public? This is launched 2004 and 2006. General public? Okay, maybe I was wrong. This for everyone. What? Yeah, I would oh, say so, yeah. I was going two thousand six, so I, I guess it it was two thousand six. So I was wrong, but I remember two thousand nine, a little bit after Obama got the office, was when I signed up, and it seemed like everybody was joining at that time. So okay. I was wrong, but I mean that's just the start date. But then I found research that says otherwise too. So I'm like, yeah, the start date's irrelevant at this point. It's yeah, just more of was. what you believe because there's so many different stories now about how that started or the origins of it, at least for what I read, but you're in the industry. So you probably have a lot more different insights or different, you know, uh, ears on that, but yeah. I'm like, like memory service in weird ways, because I, I remember it in 2009 where I jumped on and I didn't realize it was public for everybody. Cause like at that time I was in the Navy in 2006, I wanted a deployment. I didn't have Facebook at that time. Mm -hmm. I had, I had, uh, I had, um, Brinster. No. MySpace. MySpace. Right. Boom. That and was the beginning. I, and that was like, yeah. So I didn't have Facebook. And then I wanted to say somewhere during 2009 is where it was like, after that, it blew up. Um, cause I just remember like, just a bunch of people started jumping on during that time frame and then it started growing even more and more and more during you know during that but when it became like really public it started to go into like um overdrive that sounds about right that sounds about right yeah i would mark it at 210 to 11 for me as well as i'm reflecting back i think 210 to 11 is where i got wind of it i'm always behind on Shit like that, so yeah. So, so this the company started started in two thousand nine with January that reached one hundred fifty million. By December, the number had swelled to three hundred fifty million people. Yeah, sounds about right. I just remember two thousand nine being a huge jump in Facebook. You know, mm -hmm. I can see that. But anyway, so I was wrong. Two thousand six was, but uh, anyway, I think Facebook started way earlier than that. But the the actual use of it, you know, and the popularity, um, yeah, was later. But see, I, I think wanted, I wanted for to say, us, I to say, yeah, yeah, I wanted to say the influential stages of where for us, mm -hmm. right? Because it still is kind of what I want to say. The really huge influential stages for us was between two thousand nine to about two thousand fourteen ish. Sounds about right. Yep, I'm agreeing with that I'm as well. Dropping off, dropping off around two thousand sixteen. Well, that's when still, your grandma started still, getting on and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, when it's like, oh, yeah. now it's the bad. So see, this is exclusive to us. So now what I'm realizing is the LimeWire, the Napster, the Facebook, the MySpace, the Friendster, all that shit in the early two or the early 2000s coming out of the 2000s. Those were the first kind of things getting onto the scene from the digital standpoint. Um, well, the first is AOL and Messenger for sure for me. See, and that was that was that being was tested in high school already. That was that was the way I kept in contact with some of my friends because I was like I didn't have an AOL and I was like AOL at that time was considered like oh that's the because it was an internet provider and then you had to chat and I was like oh, I don't have an AOL 
AOL. And I was like, it's okay. You can use their messenger app and, because there was a different set for the AOL. You had like a different access to certain things, but you can still get the chat and download the chat, but you had to use a different username. They sent so, CDs to people's houses, bro. I remember that shit. Yeah. So get that. And, yeah, and get that. As, a, as a web browser, which the web browser sucked. Mm-hmm. The AOL browser sucked, but the chatting service was what people used for. See, and that goes as early as high school, if not, yeah, yeah high like school. Like 97, I remember, I remember getting on around like 97 because that's when I moved to SoCal Ooh. and I wanted to stay in contact with some friends. Mm-hmm. There you go. That. Very long time, just chatting people up. Mm-hmm. I do remember that being in the house. And I wonder if you I had it a around. couple of times, but you didn't jump, you didn't jump on often. Uh, I never had it, to be honest. I would be with people that I was associated with in high school that would have accounts, and then it would just be on while I'd be, we'd be rehearsing or dancing, and then, you know, motherfuckers just be fucking around on it all day. Like, oh, look, you're on uh, this chat room in the, or whatever. Like, yeah. uh, Filipino people in cars. Like, what? <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. And that I was the first send, iteration. I'm not too sure if you could send like little pictures through the message or not, but I just remember it was like, all they did was like, just, you can send links, you can do certain things. Cause that's how, that's how like me and another friend of ours, we would talk about shoes and look at like certain shoe sites or whatever, you know, and then talk about shoes and just chatting, being stupid, you know? Yeah, you know, talk now. I don't remember what we talked about. I do know it's shoes for sure, you know. But that was the first of its kind, like the email idea, like just right. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it's literally, yeah, that was the first. Yeah, see, so that's already my my aim game was fire. Your what aim aim game was fire. (laughs) What was your aim name, though? What was your aim name? Uno arm was one of the names I had. Uno arm. (laughs) I was Uno Arm because what happened was uh, I, I, uh, I, no, that was one of the names I had. I probably had like four or five. I, 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 uh, I probably had a couple of them, but the one that stood out the most was Uno Arm because what happened was I got injured riding John's dirt bike, right? And I hurt my arm because it fell off the bike, dirt bike, and I, uh, rolled it, right? And so I came back and the coach would call me One Arm. Cause I couldn't, I couldn't play with my right arm for at the time I was using my left or whatever. And then, so I, I was not doing good in Spanish. So I just called it Uno, Uno arm. I don't even know how, how this came up that. Thanks for asking. All Cause I don't, I, I feel like there was other names that I won't repeat, but Uno arm is the one I would because uh, that's what stands out the most. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was terrible. Aim name. That's aim game. Aim name. Aim name game, man. It was, it was that was that crazy. little yellow walking character, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's crazy. We wouldn't groom this unique tool. The computer is in our lexicon as early as fifth grade, bro. Dude, that's so crazy to see. Oregon Trail uh, yeah. loading up copy desks. I remember looking at people, and you know, we had to go through the steps of like, go ahead and hit. They're trying to teach us how to do this, and it was like, you know, I don't know if I was smart or I just remembered processes for a while. I'll be like, I, I know we had to follow the process, but after a while, I was like, I know what to do. You just put this floppy disk, blah, 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 and then just click it. We had to sit there and wait until what they said what to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Hell of people have the hella screens up or doing the, the game already already started and we're able to put like a yeah. front. With, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I think we so, knew that because word processing. Yeah. So it's like school was behind already. And it feels like that now. You know what I'm saying? I don't think school's ever been ahead. It's there's some other subculture that's happening uh, amongst the generation and they with amongst each other already interface. So high school just kind of is a place to or school feels like a place to just congregate and try your shit out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I don't. I uh, I think I, no. I mean, I had a computer at home. I wasn't able to touch it, so I I can't. Sit, I I will definitely say that I used the computer more at school, and I was more interested. So maybe I just paid attention when I had it, and so it was like, you know, they'll do the same stuff and say, don't don't open the floppy or whatever, because there was like there was two there was two floppies, and I forgot the size. There was a super floppy, which was like a big. Right, which is I think it was like a three. I don't know if it was three point five or bigger. Right, mm-hmm. but it was like a really small one, but a uh, small size as far as memory, but big in space. And then there was the three point five small floppy, mm-hmm. that, that was a little bit harder. Right, and I used to wonder I was like why they call it floppy, but it was just adding to the name. Uh, I I don't even remember how much it held at this time because you had that, and then I wanted to say you had not a zip file it was just a bigger was, looking disc there was like a thicker disc that i it was like an external yeah one I that, I, that. that i requested my mom to get because it can hold more uh more space but a lot of people didn't invest in that right mm-hmm. so uh so it like uh like so i just remember they, they said don't don't open that up because then that's how you would mess with the memory and i'll just fuck with it just to see if it if it oh uh, yeah Cause it slid back so far, it was so smooth. Yeah. Was like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was something that was like fun to. It was like a, a it was like a what are those twitch, which is another thing that kind of died. Remember those um, like fidget sticks or whatever kids would be playing with, like not too long ago. Fidget spinners, you know? yep. like fidget spinners or whatever, you know. Yeah, that was some. That wasn't our generation shit, but it's some generations like that's their nostalgic thing. Like our, what was our nostalgic like? Something toy like that. We had something like that. We must have troll oh, dolls had, or had, something. Yeah, well, yeah, you had. Well, you had Tamagotchis. Uh, had, well, you had Tamagotchis, which were or or you had Tamagotchis. You had uh, Tickle Me Elmo. I remember that blowing up during '96 ish because I I the only reason I remember it was because like N64 was hot. Uh, yeah. That was hard to get. And then the um the Tickle Me Elmos were at one point. I wanted to say they were going. Like people at oh, Diamond Stores were selling it. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that now. Which um, is crazy because Elmo's not an OG character of Sesame Street. No, but it it became one of the like it became it became Hello Kitty and shit. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it became like girls really liked it, and it was just like, oh my god, it's so cute, you know. No, mm-hmm. oh, that's so, so strange, bro. <laughs> what right? kind of world right? have we lived in? <laughs> I remember I wanted NCC for so bad, man. Oh, yeah, that, that shit was the hardest fucking gaming system. Now, a matter of fact, I'm in the market to try to find an OG one, to be honest, like an OEM joint. Uh, um, you talk about a, a, a N64? My younger brother has the uh, our family one, and he swooped it. I don't remember when he swooped it, but I wasn't in N64 feels, but now that I'm, like, into it, I'm like, motherfucker. Like, but he, he called it. I was like, he, he already he copped it, probably took good care of it. I I'm the PlayStation holder of the family. I have I'm trying to work on this PS2. I'm missing some parts, but um close to getting it together because I want to play some some classics oh, on there. And yeah. Then, uh, yeah, it's weird because like you know the like retro retro games 
from 64 to PlayStation kind of sucked to me, right? Unless really? unless it was, unless it was like I always like fucked with NWO WCW versus NWO, right? Dude, one of the greatest games of all time, man. But like eight bit games were so fun. Oh yeah, the playability though. I think the uh, like you know how people right now. I heard this crazy thing like phone games are super fucking popular, right? Yes. So so I'm to assume like even though the graphics are way better, obviously than what we had back then. I think there was a focus on just the playability, the replayability, because there was a time when games just got to a point when it was like. Oh, it's there's no adventure. There's no replayability. You play it once, you win, and then you just kind of don't fuck with it. So I think whatever is happening with the phones are taking that page out of, you know, the the N64 games, the PlayStation early games, because that was replayability, like, up the ass. Like, you'd be on that shit 24-7 for whatever reason, and God knows how and why. Um, obviously, certain sport games maintain that, but there was a lot more games other than sport games that had a lot of replayability back then. Where now you don't really, I don't know. I don't think that's the experience. I will, I will definitely say I like the I like the two thousand to two thousand six ish Madden in two Ks at that time because it was just like instead of being so simulated, it was still kind of simulated but fun, you know. Still a fucking video game. It wasn't like oh, player injured with uh, personal problems will be out the, the whole game. Like well, how yeah, got yeah. personal problems? Sniffled. This is the a sniffled, game. Sniffled. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so, so check this out. So check this out. I was right. correct. I, I don't know how I pull this shit out of my butt sometimes. Okay. Like it was called a zip drive. Oh, there and you go. See, drive capacity when it first came out was 100 megabytes, which was like I was like, "Yo, this got 100 megabytes." <laughs> Big deal. You know what I'm saying? Before like DVD came out, I was like, "100 megabytes on one drive, son." Yeah, that's crazy. Where do you put it? Oh, you put it in the slot underneath the disc. No, no, yeah, how to fucking do that shit. <laughs> and it's like it helped more, but it was up to 750, 750 megabytes, right? You have a thousand megabytes, that's a gig. So some games and DVDs weren't there yet, you know? Well, DVDs could hold more, but like CDs, I think CDs Max was like seven something. Let's see. Wasn't a lot. Sorry. <laughs> it wasn't a lot. Yeah, MP3 world came so, out and everybody I, was burning CDs. I, 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 no, a CD was almost the same as a as a as a um zip. So a zip was 750, a CD was 700 megabytes. Yeah, pretty fucking close. So that's why that's why that CD was like the the drives didn't make sense. Even though now we're kind of going back to drives, so flash drives hold ridiculous amount now, and SSD drives, which is a bigger. Also, saying you a tech guy, you a tech guy. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> like, what what is going on internally? What breakthroughs did they figure out, like, to get that to that point? I think I think it's just it. I don't know. I don't really know the answer to that. I'm just gonna go off of just guessing or whatever. Sure. What happens is there's a new format of stuff, right? And so you have CDs, and you're like, okay, this is CDs can hold more drive space because of the light and how it compacts the information on a on on a disc, right? And then you had DVDs that can hold more, right? However, there were parts to it that made errors, right? What happens is that because you can have it on CD, it's thin, you can do light. Once it was scratched, then the information was damaged. <clears throat> Just like everyone, by the way, every hard drive or form of media of information has its uh felt not felt safe sorry but it's uh vulnerabilities right 
So you, you so you had the, the CDs and you got that scratch and it was ruined. Remember, you get a Blu-ray, you got that scratch, like, dang. Or DVD, sorry, DVD was scratched. And then you got that messed up and you had HD DVD. If you remember, there's HD DVD and then there's Blu-ray, which were two different ways. In our, and our, I remember, and I can be wrong, but what I remember at the time, it was all how it was read. One was off a of blue light and one was off a of red light and how much information is being passed between the two light systems or whatever and the capacity. Um, so, yeah, they then they went to those disc routes, but then the disc routes start to be portable, but but easily bro broken, you know, easily damaged. But when you had external hard drives, right, then you had external hard drives, which can hold more space because in, in sense it's a bigger, you know, it's, a, it's, it's like a phone, right? Like a phone will be powerful, but in theory, if you can fit, 10 phones and a laptop and this laptop's more powerful mm -hmm. but what happens with the um with uh external hard drives is that a external hard drive has moving parts and once that's damaged when you shake that or you unplug it properly then there's data loss so then you had flash drives or sort of smaller things that was supposed to be flash memory mm -hmm. so you have like um it's all building on itself you have you have memory slots right so you have ram which is supposed to be random access memory where you can load quick information onto that and it's supposed to let go. Well, now they have flash drives, which was kind of similar to RAM, but it can hold it for a longer period of time. So these were like how they stored it. And then, and then, um, you know, way more portable, but can easily be broken or lost. Right. Mm. Now you have SSDs, which is a solid state drive, which is in a sense to me, just the bigger flash drive. Mm. With fast, with faster uh, transfer rate, it's all it's all building on itself and creating new ideas. Like people talk about cloud storage and cloud infrastructure, and in many ways, we've been using cloud for a very long time. It was called Hotmail. It was called your email. Called you Yahoo. Log, <laughs> it was called Yahoo. When you were able to log into a place and re and gain access to your your email, it wasn't it wasn't before you had to have email and it had to be onto your computer. And yeah. it'll go directly to the computer and then um and then it will take up hard drive space on your computer. Mm -hmm. Well now what happened was you had hotmail and email and and, and you know, I don't know, ask Jeeves and oh, whatever. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> yeah, like what? Ask Jeeves. Yeah, yeah. All these Yeah, you had all these email accounts, AOL AOL.com. Still some of those people out there. Yeah. That you can access through the internet, right? Well, that's Crazy. not too different from cloud storage. It's just that email, for the most part, didn't have as much storage space because there is a max limit of what you can email at a time. Like, uh, if you ever try to email a large file, you'll see that there's an error for the most part because oh. it's a, a transfer protocol on the max amount that you can do until they write something new. That was um, that was that's what it is right now. Now you now you got like you know, you know a cloud storage space where it's pretty much an online hard drive, and now you can just send someone the link to your virtual hard drive space onto a cloud of servers. You know? Who are the geniuses that work in this particular area of tech? I mean, I'm uh, like advancing this shit. Like who 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 specifically is at well, school right the now? Engineers. It's usually the engineers and the programmers that are coming up with new ideas, and a lot of times they're using something old and creating something new with it, you know? 
I mean, like, like I kind of imagine like food, right? Like you've we've been eating certain food, but now certain things are more popular and more information. People build up on it, like new techniques, like new ways of cooking food differently. You know. Like okay, you're like trends, right? Like I would probably say, when did Pokey become so so big? Oh yeah, popularity. Yes, yes, I agree. Popularity, certain things get into popularity, um, yeah, but the techniques but they, are always old. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But certain, but certain techniques are old, right? So there's like there's foundation of tech, and then you old add onto that that foundation for new, uh, you know, I guess pun intended techniques of how you transfer information or you do something in information technology or even cooking, right? Like pressure cooking was added as an, as a more newer technique to cook things faster. Usually if you needed certain things to get done, you would have to either boil overnight, you know, mm. or cook for a very long time. But now pressure cooking could slow that down based off of technology and certain things that create heat to cook faster. Am I am I incorrect? I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I'm still researching some of those cooking techniques. Um, so I can't okay. say for certain, but as of right now, that is the understanding that or, that is a uh, technique and a tool that has advanced a certain um, or or a fusion or fusion. Um, somebody trying to talk shit about the Lakers. I guess they lost. Um, the the. Sorry. Uh, so like fusion, fusion, um, fusion food is is now on the rise of like mixing two cultures to come up with a new idea of food or not new idea. It's just you're mixing the two into where it works a little bit better. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure there's other uh food that does that already. Like sometimes I look at Hawaiian food and I'm like, well, look at like Hawaiian Hawaiian teriyaki and that's japanese base you know and there's certain things that go on and it's like span with subi which i'm like wait a minute well that's that's like that's their it's not sushi but there's a version of sushi in a way where they just put like spam over rice and wrap it over seaweed you know so true but know? see may, then it's alluding to the idea that maybe that it's old tech right mm -hmm. how old is this tech the the tech um, I mean, I, I, like I said, I don't know. Both tech know. and techniques. That's what I'm saying is like, because your explanation does make a lot of sense. Like, yeah, certain things pass through popularity, right? Like this is the new, everybody, it's, this blew up. But we know that that also was something that's already been around for a while. It just finally got to the masses. Now, how many times has it, how many times has it been popular? Who knows for sure at this point? Because... If it's old, that means someone created it. But how far we're advancing, it almost feels like, dude, this is we're going to okay. some place oh, oh, that no okay. one's ever okay. been. So, but it's like, but have we been so, here? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. if we're so, able well, to advance so, so quick, it's like, wait, maybe yeah, so, we've so been there have, already. So you have you said have things called mainframes, right? What happened was that you would log into a mainframe at the school, right, which was one central computer, right? You had like a terminal, and you would. Log into that by getting to that terminal and to log into the mainframe that's processing everything, you know. So, uh, so yeah, you would you would you would do that. that so that's kind of sim similar to us getting on a computer, log into the server, but it was more centralized. It was more local to it, right? You like at a school, okay, let me log into that. 
So that was the same. But then then if you, if you go further back, right? When you when you used to make phone calls, right? They used to have I forgot the lady the the operators, telephone operators. You would yeah. You would call them and yeah, if you, and if you watch John Wick, they had operators where they'll just like they'll just like okay, I'm trying to call this person, and then you know you, what happens too is like that's where they say they cross the line on accident. You actually call someone and the operator might give it to the wrong person, so they'll just change it to one side to the next, and you'll just transfer the the information to you know the the audio signal to another person, you know, so you can call someone. So you call the operator, like I'm trying to connect, blah blah blah, and then they connect you to that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is very similar to if you look at, if you look at um, mixing boards, old analog mixing boards, and uh, in in audio, you'll see that like, okay, so if you had effects, you had an effects rack, right? And then you'll change out the output into another input, and then you go into you'll go into like a mixing board to create music. So like these are similar, um technology and ideology so you look at that and that's kind of similar to what what like the internet was because before the internet right you you can only get on you can only get on the internet if the phone line was free before they made direct lines as as in like not dsl but cable internet you know what i'm saying because remember you used to be over the phone you had to go down to the server our line (laughs) Which is so you're describing so the Matrix? Are you describing the Matrix scenes? Well, the Matrix scenes took it off of that, so you know what I'm saying. But um, we're in the Matrix, man. Oh, we just don't see it the same way. But uh, yeah, you just yeah. like you know, you dial up and then it'll just be like, like, okay, this thing is processing you know your your signals into ones and zeros into you know information that's being traveled. You know, and now now it's no longer that now now depending on if you have fiber optics is uh transferred through light very interesting on how it is like because you know yeah go ahead go ahead well good go ahead i want to hear what you say no no you were on good like the light like go ahead yeah 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 yeah, so so uh so you know computing breaks down to binary right ones and zeros on and off that's what they consider right and so you know from how someone broke down binary to where we're at is the ultimate genius in my opinion like how did you get from just the basic all right i had to really think about this and it's about on and off ones and zeros so i, I forgot if zeros off and one's on I, I have to go back but i think zeros off and then one's on right and so they broke that down into into a, a subsection of four that represents a certain amount of numbers and whatnot right so what happens is when you get into light light is either on or off and so how something reads and lights one of the fastest way of transmission of information. So how it reads is just lights going on and off. And then what, what it does is say you have, uh, there's this thing called bits in, 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 um, well, I might be saying a little wrong, but if you say it's a 16 bit encryption or mm-hmm. code, whatever, what that usually means that you have 16 lines of ones and zeros that will come in. And that's how you decode what it is based off of that. Mm-hmm. So like, so every four is one subsection, right? And then you have a section after that, and so you do it by that, and then it takes that group of bits to process the information. So you code it like, like say if we're if you and I had our special code, right? And we were like, okay, and, and this is kind of similar to Morse code too, right? Morse code was like bit, 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 
right and people knew oh dot did the dot did the dot long dot meant a so that's once again very similar stuff being transmitted between the two right so now you have oh 16 line mean marcus marcus and ryan has this code together where it's like oh 16 blinks in this order or whatever right half blink or or or, sorry both eyes open to me one something left left blink means another right blink means another but within the 16 subset group it means fuck this bitch you know what i'm saying and that's our code based off of the line you know what i'm saying but i mean i'm probably not explaining it really well but hopefully you get what i'm no that makes sense that makes sense that's that's very fascinating i I think that's very fascinating like i i've looked into like a Nikola Tesla, right? And I don't know if he's real or not. I don't know what it is, it, but it is fascinating because I was looking into like the Tesla coils, right? That Tesla tower that he was talking about creating, it was like this big ass tower. And, you know, he prophesized the idea of Wi Fi to some degree. Some people say like he had these ideas, like you could do a lot of stuff we do now without wires, you know, without all the stuff that we're using now. Um, yeah. So as you're saying that, I'm like, dude, it's like, it's funny because that was, you know, I think that was early 1900s, 1920, maybe Tesla, 1930, 40. So I'm like, that's not that long ago. So Mm -hmm. the fact that's why when we talk about, you know, how how fast technology's kind of been upgraded when we're rolling off dates on, you know, like some of the tech we were talking about and, um, like the memory and the CDs and seeing, you know, where we're progressing to within the span, that's like only, you know, 10 years or so, a little Ooh. over. Like that's, uh, that's crazy. Yeah, let's, 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 say, let's say 10, 10 years. Uh, because I, I don't know when it was, but just say you stopped seeing Blu-rays on a laptop around 2015 or 16 and that was like seven years ago yeah if that i don't think i really own blu-rays yeah like i I don't even know let me see what's the last like a selling point more than anything it's like i can't know this is a difference this shit looks amazing already like (laughs) how much more amazing can it get like how do I just want it in real life? Is that what's going on? Like, how clear does it have to be? I, I'm not sure. It's funny because, like, now, now I think about it too. It's like, you know, when people say you're selling an error, well, that's technically kind of what um, data is in, in like gaming is, right? Instead of actually physically printing the copy onto a disk, what you're doing is you're like, okay, this is the source code of it. Now people can just download the code. And then you just have to do you do something in code where it verifies that you purchased it or it's um, actually on whatever it is. Because uh, in gaming, right, there is um, there's a thing called DRM. Uh, I think it's I want to say it stands for digital rights management or whatever. But people were upset at Xbox in 2013 when they were trying to do DRM on their um, on their Xbox One. You can buy the you can buy the disc, but then it downloads the information, and every so often you have to put the disc back in to verify that you purchased it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we're into twenty twenty three, and most people, what do they, they do? They just download the game mm-hmm. by logging into your account is how you verify. Um, verify like 
you purchase the game. Yeah, it's digital rights management. Um, DRM also goes into like purchasing CDs because like there was one time, and I could be wrong, but like there's one time where when you buy a CD, you're technically buying the rights to play the CD and whatever, right? So license to play the CD. In theory, at least in my class, they said in theory when you buy a CD and you have the proof of purchase, you should be able to get the CD again if something happened to it because you bought the license to purchase to play it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a crazy um, binding contract or some shit. Yeah. That so, is um, fascinating. Oh, did not know that. It's Yeah, it's some... Uh, um so i I forgot the i forgot where i was going with it but it was um but yeah it's all it's all added to each other all all that stuff you know Mm -hmm. uh it it is fascinating but i was going to say that i feel like some of this stuff it's partially a mixture of science science fiction and art that turns into reality so they're all feeding off each other you know what I'm saying? Like, there's some science is like, oh, okay, there's a electromagnetic blah blah. blah. And there's a science fiction like, okay, well, uh, if you can do that, then let's go in and then deep space and blah blah and create Star Trek, where they have these communicators on their head. And then someone's like, you know what? They have these communicators on Star Trek. I want to see if we can really do this. How can we do this? Right. Well, you you, you technically can because we're already sending. We're already sending signals through the radio waves to listen to to ball games. How can we miniaturize that information into a phone? Now, how can we miniaturize that information into trans and into uh, signals from our phone to a headset? See, when you explain it that way, in my most cynical of ways, in my Doctor Doom you know, mind frame that you need all these elements to control the human for output, right? I mean, I think if you're breaking it down to that, yeah, then everything's control. Like the plot anyway, just the plot line, but I mean, everything, everything's in control is is to control people and reality. I've always said that before, right? Like I I don't, I I'm cynical in the way of like, "Mm." Everybody having their own choice creates anarchy. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, right, for the most part. Now, granted, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. A, a shorter person could be smarter or whatever. But, like, if that's the case, then big, bigger people will take whatever they want. You know, smarter people can steal whatever they want. So there's all types of controls to try to keep us in balance and not lose art-ish. Mm-hmm. Any, <clears throat> we, we, like, because, like, like, think about this, too, right? Like, you have fish that are in the flock. There's a leader. They have to do this to survive, to go in the head direction. You have ants that have to follow a queen in order for everybody to have a certain way. But we as humans, right, in the weirdest way, we want to just do our own shit. Now, granted, I'm pretty sure all ants and everybody like, have that too. We want to do our own shit and don't want to do anything, but don't realize that sometimes control gets us into a particular location where we move together. We're all in unison. We, we can work together well, you know? I know I know it sounds crazy. I'm not trying to say over you know overall control, but I'm just saying in general, you know. No, I mean I, I think there's a lot of points to that. I think I I would point that in the direction of like spirituality or religion in a certain context because 
you know, uh, a lot of people devote, you know, their livelihood to these, um, you know, kind of uh, practices, which is, you know, which makes a lot of sense because I think to your point, like there is a, a, a blueprint on, you know, how to interpret life, I guess, from all these different, um, you know, religions and, uh, you know, teachings. So I was like, oh, okay. And I think that serves as the control portion of somebody's life because I think it's a combination of that. Plus I think innately, <clears throat> you know, it's that whole, we are a species of amnesia idea or amnesia. Like we don't really remember who we are, but innately how we behave, that is our like disposition. Like we're not really violent like that to each other, you know, because if, if they're telling us there's this many people on, you know, earth, we inherently don't we're not crazy people like we're not out here like like you said like worst case scenario like if you know everybody did what they wanted to do hell would break loose but there is something that has been kind of guiding us or maybe that is innate in us that we just naturally do like some natural order of how we you know live life like nobody's really in controversy i think that's why entertainment's so great because they hark on that emotion that we thirst for you know the the left to ride pepsi coke lakers kings you know what i'm saying like they that's the entertainment that's the stuff that we've come to understand is oh that's what sells you know that's what gates gets our attention um i think that's where we kind of sink into that whole like okay tv's off now because now yeah. it's like oh no no this this is 24 well, 7 <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a, like I said, there's a part where I'm just like, uh, we all want to be a part of a group or a team, or, or you know, like, which is, it's not a bad thing, it, you know, like in for survival, you have to, like, uh, there's like a, there's like a, a, a maximum, minimum, maximum amount, like you can have a, a tribe of, like, say you had a tribe of twelve people that did stuff in a little small town or whatever, if you're trying to go across the United States. You may survive because you have someone who 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 can who can food you know who can um hunt someone can do this someone can start the fire right opposed to you doing everything it's a lot more work opposed to three people doing everything is a lot of work when we have 12 that can roll together cool but now say you have a hundred people going together and you're trying to keep where everybody's at now you got to spread the food between them like fuck <laughs> i only got one deer yeah it's hard out here for a pimp <laughs> We only got one thing. How are we gonna feed everybody? You know, and there's a certain point where there's too many people. You know, mm -hmm. um, so yeah. Like, um, yeah. I would love to time machine to those eras of the unknown where people were living in peace and unity or something like that. Yeah, there's like a law of diminishing returns, as I think that's what it's called. It's like you know, there's a certain amount of of whatever. I think I remember doing that in a in a econ class where I was like, I was looking, and I was like, okay. I forgot what it was, but it was it was like talking about a factory line where it was like, okay, you don't have if you have too little workers, people are overworked. If you have too many workers, then you don't have enough, and now the the now you're actually slowing down the production because you have too many people in there, and then trying to figure out what was in between, you know. I remember I won that because I was like, mm, that sounds like too much. That sounds like I'm gonna go somewhere in between this, where oh. we can get a a, a a good balance of it, you know. Story of life, right there. Man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, That's deep. Yeah. That's deep. 
that is the story of life as you're explaining it in real time, man. That is the story of life to me. Because it's always uneasy, like we've said before. You know, it's like, it's just you're never fully comfortable. You know, it's always, you got to tinker. It's always yeah. something. Just something. It's just, ah, okay, just keep going. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Right, guys? Oh. And then you're like, hey, guys, right? <laughs> then you're like, oh, wait, do I stop? If you get too comfortable, then you get complacent. Yep. You know, like, oh yeah, and you're not paying attention to certain things, or you don't have the same drive. You know, there's a part of where you have to be uncomfortable to have a drive. It's, it it sucks. Sometimes it sounds stressful, but then oh, let me just put a put a pause on that. That's not always true. Because there's nothing wrong with being comfortable. There's a problem being complacent, but there's a problem. There's nothing wrong with being comfortable. I don't know whoever's listening, uh, if there's anything, I, I know there's a lot of people that's always saying go hustle, blah, blah. That's fine if you want to deal with that all the time. Sometimes that's a lot of stress. If you're willing to deal with that and you can, go go out there, do it. Become a millionaire. Go open your own business. Take on that stress. Cool. Yeah. Um, but there's also nothing wrong of figuring out a solace and peace in your mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Is that the jazz hands right there? Straight up, man. Yeah. That is, that's what I'm, you know, kind of figuring out is, um, the, yeah, the motivation thing, for instance, like that is, you know, that's always been a, a great, uh, like uh, trickery, not, not to be fucked up, but it, there is a lot of people pushing, you know, um, motivation and it, it's great, you know, for people that need it. Cause you know, complacency is something that is, you know, uh, a part of life and and having motivation people like to be told or be kind of helped or just have something to kind of you know walk with you guide you through push you whatever specifics they need and you know it, it's they go off of that which is which is totally fine it's great but then also it's like that's that may be the most popular but dude there's definitely different ways to live this thing and and finding the peace route that is the whole like because no one can tell you really how to get it. You just kind of have to look internally. And that's where it's tough because where's your time and how much time you're spending on this or you're not. Get, yeah. It's like, Oh, what am I eating? It, it all goes back to that. You're like, yeah, yeah my you know, avatar just got to keep on. I just got to keep on plugging away at my avatar. I lose power and strengths here, but I gain knowledge here and wisdom here. Like, Oh man, how do I get more strength? Like resources, resources. It's weird because <laughs> you also wonder, right? Cause I'm going to try to cut it kind of shorter so I can get a last workout. On, yeah, but, for sure. Uh, but you said right there really brought up a lot of things that, uh, like this last week kind of, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and deny last week was kind of weird. I was, I was kind of irritated. To a point where I was like, I, I got to go see a therapist again because I was irritated because I'm like, I'm tired. I'm tired of subscribing to. I, I don't like what's going on with the world. And I don't like that I'm forced to have to like it. You know, and what I, and what you said right there was, was like, there's there's this thing where people, you know, there's this like, uh, uh, I'm not saying I'm I'm attached to the matrix me and social media, right? You're not as much. You probably get offshoot stuff of being told things. And probably from certain friends, you hear certain things too that mm -hmm. are successful. But there are certain things when you're attached to social media. It's this idea that you always got to be working at something. You need to work harder at something. You need to push for more, right? There's a part of like uh, hustling or you die or whatever. Like 
you know, all, always achieving goals. If you if you are comfortable, then you're lazy or whatever, right? And there might be some truth to that, but there's like it comes off as this really negative thing, right? And what you said earlier is like, who knows what the rule is, you know? Like, I I have some friends, and and you know, I I'm a person that's in, into finance or whatever, and you know, it all it depends on what you want. But when you ask people now, how much do you think you need to make to to survive? And most people are like, hundred thousand. Everything's getting expensive, and I'm just like, do you know what the average salary in America, household income in America is? And most people will say, oh, blah blah. But then in California, you need this. It's like, not really. But the what what happens is, for the most part. In my opinion, this is my opinion from what, what I'm saying. For the most part, we get a certain lifestyle. Then we like the lifestyle. And we don't want to go anything lower than that. Even though we perfectly lived lower than that before. Mm-hmm. Right? But now you're like, I got a taste of flame. You know, now I need it like twice a week. <laughs> Do you? But you don't, right? Mm-hmm. So this is the idea of like, I need these things. Right. And then you need all these other additional stuff. And then depending on who you are, some people can need what I've learned. The more you get sometimes after a while, you realize that shit doesn't matter. Mm. Having all these things don't matter. You know. For the most part, you need enough to pay for your home, a little bit of, you know, entertainment and food. Right. But we get into a head that we need more. And then you get there and you're like, cool. And then all of a sudden that's not enough. You need more. But we subscribe to that because of social media. Like you see a lot of people, you know, at least according to my social media algorithm, it's like everybody's got a six pack hitting the gym. You know, if you watch, you know, and I hate to say this, like, you know, obviously um, I also got, went down the road of like looking into how, how pornography messes with people's heads. Right. You start to watch pornography, you start to think that this is the norm. How women are supposed to look, how men are supposed to hang. Well, they're not the norm. They're they're that way. They're unreal, unrealistic expectations of people who play basketball thinking they can play like that. Do you know how great these people are at their height? You call someone short relative to NBA. He's six three or he's five, he's six one, six two. He's short guard. No. He's taller than the average man. He's in the 80 to 90 percentile. Because you're fucked up. Because you think what is being shown is the reality and the basis when that's actually, which is which is actually the outlier. These things are great for a reason because it wasn't meant for everything to be that way. It's okay. I'm not, and I'm not trying to stop you from from who's listening to this to go out there and go make your own business or whatever, but it's not, it's it's not the death of the world if you worked for someone and had a nice job and you have vacation time mm-hmm. and you're at peace. I, I mean, obviously that's a very big part. You're at peace. So let me take that out. Cause that's actually the main part of everything. You have to be at peace or whatever you do. Mm-hmm. People who are janitors are perfect, perfectly happy. Yeah, I think that's the thing is the perception, like going back to the, like the original point uh, where we started, it's like the perception, there's perception and there's reality and they're both 
equally relevant reality in your mind and and perception is just as you see it now do you prescribe to perception is a different thing but that comes with the mind that's i was like yeah because you'll be perceived a certain way and this isn't a we don't live in a world of you know truth anymore and real facts everything is you know up in the air at this point so we're going through some weird change and with that the mentally strong part is very very important i think because there's going to be a lot of stuff thrown out our way like you know like you said like you know, i'm just tired of subscribing to this 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 the shit they're telling us is it, it just doesn't comply no more like it's run its course at least you know you're the second person i heard today say what you said like i'm just tired of just listening to this shit like i'm just tired of seeing it and it's Dude, like huh there's something would... brewing there's a big change happening i don't know what that I'm a, I'm you know, i feel it so throw this out, man. Like I was, I was like, you know, the LSU Iowa situation with the the girl, right? I was like, okay, she did it, and then became a big deal. And yes, when I saw the Twitter uh, responses from some media people, it was like it was very visceral on it. Like you know, piece of toxic. shit, and toxic, classic for a girl who did that, right? Mm-hmm. And it, and there were some points where it was like it was two separate things, right? Like it was one white girl that did it, one black girl that did it. And did the black girl do a little bit more? Sure, she did. But the outcome and outcry of it was like ridiculous. And then there's parts to me where it was like, I just don't want to fucking argue about the black and white shit. If it's wrong, it's on both sides. I don't want to fucking argue about that. I don't want to sit here and be like, well, because she's black, they did that to her. And there's some truth to it. But it's just like it's just exhausting, right? Or it's exhausting to sit here and I've been following and I don't know why I got emotionally attached to this, but that's part of the reason why it was like it's exhausting to sit here and see, you know, and I don't know what's going on with it. I just I want the truth to come out and if we get any truth. But it was like the after Jonathan Majors and you know, his situation where like he got you know, depending on what's coming out, the story so far I have right now is that he called the police. And his girl was having a mental breakdown. That could be a cover, whatever it could be, right? And then you're like, okay. And then it's like, you know, he's already kind of getting counseled from some people. Some people are already thinking he's he's guilty. And based off the, the media, because they are telling the truth, he got arrested for domestic disturbance and violence. This was what's being charged against him. The problem I have is when you say some of these things, you automatically paint him as the aggressor and guilty right and i'm not saying he is or isn't but like you know a couple couple months ago or it was probably a year ago rajon rondo was called for 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 uh you know some things that was claimed on him about like either um domestic violence against his girl or whatever like that and it got dropped and nothing hurt now this doesn't say he was innocent but the people who reported that never updated shit about it nor nor said any apologies that they're saying. You know what I'm saying? It's like boom and whatever. So I'm tired. I'm tired of that, right? I'm tired of that part. I'm tired of feeling like when you're a man and something's accused against you, you're naturally, in, in my opinion, this is my my opinion, because I'm a man and I've seen it more often and kind of what my dad raised me, saying that, you know, if if you had sex with a girl and she says stop, you stop because if you don't or whatever happens, you're you're black and you're going to jail. So these are trailing things that are still in my head. 
people. When you're a man and you get something accused against you, more likely than not now you are being guilty. Now, at fault, it's also because many men before did things and never got called out for it, too. But I was like, I'm tired of that. I'm tired of sitting here. The, the men and women fight. I get it. That's going to be that's going to be that is the original sin. If you believe in God or not, that's the original sin since since um, Adam and Eve, you know. The the separation between them two. One one person stated that that the uh, the original sin for man is a woman, and the original sin sin for a woman is to take the man's place. Now, if you believe it or not, whatever you know. As I gotten older, I probably do, and that's not me being sexist. Like it seems, it seems like it's always the our, our some of our greatest weaknesses are women. Women are probably you know mm-hmm. for every straight man. So it's like, and I'm just kind of just tired. Like I'm just tired of it. I just don't want to sit here and go somewhere and be like, "Hey, ma'am, I opened the door for you." Oh, you're sexist. I'm I'm over exaggerating. Or you're sexist. No, but I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sit here and be like, "I'm walking down the street and maybe I look bumby for the day or whatever," because I'm walking around in some flip flops around my neighborhood, and then someone might think I'm homeless or a nuisance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, you know, or or. Whatever, you know, and I, I'm just, it's just exhausting to uh, like to feel and think that, you know, it's, it's, it's stupid to prescribe to that. Stupid to prescribe like, oh, you don't make enough money to be, to, to determine your value. It's just, it's just exhausting. I don't want to prescribe to this anymore, but that I think, unfortunately, that's just where we're at in the Western world and for most places in the world too. You know, it's just, it, I, I just have to accept it and realize that's what it is and learn how to deal with it. That is the new world that we live in, for sure. I just really went in a ramble circle, but, you know. No, man, I'm, dude, it, it, it feels like how people used to feel about actors and actresses, like, you know, 15, 20 years ago. The people that are Instagram people and YouTube people now, those are those people. You know, we have to, at least that's how I see them. So, you know, and I'm, I do the, a different, you know, situation. I don't try to prescribe to it, but I obviously am in the ether of the everyday world because I'm in the business of people. So it's like, oh, okay, well, it's clearly coming across my table and it is slowly changing us. I think just in the way we consume and then the output is slowly changing the way that we, you know, communicate or from a traditional way where maybe it was more long form in person or, you know, just kind of living in a very small reality. Cause once you open up the mind, you know, the mind is, uh, is, is interesting, you know, given, given information, given free reign, you know, that's the real estate in the mind is, is heavy real estate, you know, and how much of it is owned by you and how much of it is owned by something else, you know, that you, May or not, may want to have you know real estate in your mind. That's those things trying to break. You know, make a good point, and yet it's like me holding on to old ways because there's parts of me is like I don't want to deal. I don't want to like you talk about like social media people. It's like actors, and I'm like, well, actors had to have a skill. Well, I guess being a social media person, it's a skill too, right? And I'm like, and there's a part of me is like, wouldn't your lifestyle have to be? a front runner of fakeness in just certain things where, you know, but in a way what you're doing is you're acting as your best self on social media 
to market yourself a certain way. And it to me, because I'm thinking old school and not what's current right now, I'm like, this is fake. But at the same time, it's just old technology being used in a new way. You used mm-hmm. to do that for job interviews. You used to do that on dates. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And even though I still don't, it doesn't sit right with me because it's like, you know, it's like, you're, like to me, it's just, you're fake, you know? Like, I've, like, I've always stated this before, and we, you're the first one that called me out on it, and I still argue it. It was like when Black Eyed Peas went pop, and I absolutely hated it. And you're like, they're just making money. And I was just like, but they lost their integrity. Yeah. You could definitely frame it that way. I know that you for know? sure. Because there is an element of that. We argued argue that for, I remember it's like, you were cool with it. I was like, I was like, why is it disgusting? <laughs> because and we notice that happens to every artist to some degree. Because if if I'm to believe these artists are humans and they're artists of the utmost <laughs> form and mm-hmm. they're on the main stage, you know, the first albums are tight because that's the come up. That's the hungry. That's the this is my best. This is my shit. After that, the, to replicate that success is damn near impossible. Um, you know, with a couple, obviously there's exceptions uh, for longevity, but yeah, I mean that, that first album is always special and you get farther down the road. It's like, well, you can't really, well, you're rapping about here, you know, golf tournaments and shit. And <laughs> what am I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Eating, eat, eat, you peace, know, peace, peace. Three star you know, Michelin like, again, wearing like shit that nobody can afford. Like, what am I? Yeah, and, then, and then what they do is like they went from being broke to being rich, and that's how you're supposed to think and act. And if you don't got it, now they're gonna fucking stunt on you. Yeah, exactly. You know? See, because how much of yourself do you got to give up to get to that point? You know, not not to be fucked up like that. It's it's. I don't think that's really the case because you know, Will I am is a, a, a great producer. You know, yeah, do the fact that's like, not it's a crazy in general, yeah. Because, like, when I, I there's a part of me, I understand why they had to do it, I hated it, and then there's a part where they dropped out as black eyed pieces we knew them as, right? And then it became because for a while, what they they came to more pop until about late 2010, because he still had the other, you know, he had to get it started, but he also had um, got to get that boom, 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 right? Which was. From from pretty much, I think when they picked up Fergie in two thousand four five ish, to about two thousand ten eleven is when they were radio it people club people, and then their their time fell off. But that's when Will I Am also was getting into producing and doing other things, and then they got their money. And now they're good, you know. Mm-hmm. And now if you listen to some of their newer stuff, it's like they went back to the old way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to kind of, it's kind of cool in a weird way. Like, I, I give respect because I think, I don't know if it's Will I Am directly or the Black Eyed Peas, but he did create an album that was like really hip hop, like quote unquote, like it had some cool break beats on it, you know, B Boys and B Girls, like, or uh, B Boys, like the song, like that's like a dope ass song to me. It's just like an old school break song. And it was just like an ode. It's a shout out to just like hip hop in general. I, I forgot the other features on there, like, planet asia or something like that and karis one is on there or something so i was like oh that's kind of cool and this was like after the whole bp blow up you know pop culture or pop star stuff so i was like eh, or maybe during maybe before i can't say for sure but anyways he just has that and i was like oh, i kind of dig that and then you know like the music is for the youth 
that's what is really what it is. Like even the world, like as we're here, like, yo, I just don't fuck with this algorithm shallow. I'm like, I was like, dude, that's just us getting into this different level of the game where along yeah. with hip hop, the world is in a different cycle. They're doing the whole week cycle. Like you said, like, oh, Rajon Rondo accused. Once that's already tied to you, you're guilty. You could come back from it, beat the case, make money off of it, but it, it's it's done its damage already. It's in the news cycle. All it takes is two days. The perception is it. And then that's it. That's all you are until further notice. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's so crazy. So I don't, you know, I don't agree with that world. That's why I try to not, you know, at least see it. But, you know, how I deal and whatever it is, is, is something else. But yeah, that is just, yeah, dude, that is, yeah, it, it, it is like yeah it's just and, and like i said i have to just come to agree with what this is now mm-hmm. and that's the part like where i said you just have to agree with what it is and you you deal with it because sometimes you i don't want to say you can't change anything because if that's the case then you know niggas would still be slaves you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's true like I, I you know what i'm saying women will still be housewives and stuff like that things can change but it's are just, we not slaves anymore? I mean, well, okay, I mean, I'm just talking about... <laughs> yeah, literally the history that we know of. Yes, yes, yes. The vicious way. However, you know, you accept part of it, and then when you know how to deal with it properly, then you can probably fight it properly. But if you're angry all the time at certain things, then you're the one actually dealing with more of the pain than anyone else. That's how you get stressed. That's how you get anxiety. That's how you die early of heart attacks and shit like that, you know, or you yeah. eat terrible because your world affect you. Um, like, I don't have to like it. I just have to, I have to accept it. I don't have to like it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And by yeah. accepting something doesn't mean you have to like it either, you know? Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I, I see. Maybe, that, I see. maybe that doesn't make any sense, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, instead of being waking up and like, this is adding more stress to your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a choice as you wake up. That's interesting. I just say that I I thought uh, a couple of days ago. I was like, are these things inherited? You know what I'm saying? Like these consciousness that we're we're living in right now. Like the the shit that makes us operate makes us tick deep down. Like how we come to these conclusions. It's like, am I, I inheriting know. some like trauma from like a bloodline that is not that long ago? Like, do we inherit fears and shit like that and all those oh, that phobias? Case. In that in, in that case, I think so, but I think that's just because it's also it's a mixture of internal and taught, right? Like I, I had I had had this discussion with my my cousins that I think that our family has mental health issues. Mm-hmm. We deal with not in a bad way, but we deal with depression. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We deal with depression, and some of it has to be some taught. You know, and I went back to saying that my our grandma raised seven kids while her husband left and got remarried somewhere else and now she's a single woman from originally Alabama not the best education during that time I mean like and I love my grandma's death but I just remember like when I, I never knew what the hell she was saying and she'd be like I'm like I don't know what the heck grandma it wasn't until like, I was like maybe 12 or 13 I was like I kind of understood what she was trying to say it just sound like mumbling, right? And then you 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 say you have young black kids in the '60s growing up with a single parent. The world fucking hates you, and your dad's not there. Mm. These are just things that you 
inherently are being taught not knowing mm. of the depressive nature in an environment that isn't conducive of success. So these are these things, right? Are they in your bloodline? Because I think sometimes I've, I've seen I've seen a friend son that lived in Texas come out one time, and I was watching it. I was like, "How the fuck does he have his dad's mannerisms when his dad wasn't around all the time?" Mm. So I don't know. I think there's a part because I, I I think there's parts of me too that wonders. And I think it probably does. And I have to look at it. I, I'm just bullshit, you know, off the cuff. I wonder what your mental and health state is at the point of reproduction. Does that affect your children? Meaning, if you're at your physical peak and you're highly educated at that time, does that genetic imprint onto the kid? Now, it could at the birth, and now how do you um, nurture it? You know, I I I I don't know. I mean, I mean, genetics is a huge thing. You know, mm-hmm. there's things that we don't have control. Like they say, sometimes your IQ is based off of your already predisposed genetic. Now, it's also you can change it partially by how much you educate yourself. But if you have smart parents, which is weird because like, well, if you have smart parents, your kids will probably teach. You. So I think it's a mixture of both, man. You know, it's strange. Yeah, it's yeah, it's difficult because it's like, what is it? What are you know? What element? Like what? You know, that's why I I look to history just because it's so fucking fascinating. Like uh, like uh, like alchemy, you know, like you know the periodic table, right? You know, yeah. fucking with beakers and shit and doing all that shit. I'm like. That feels more useful than I think we lead on, you know. I think there's a lot more of that, you know, to to hone in on than anything else. But it's more like a, ooh, look, different colors, and look what we did. Like, okay, cool. Instead of nah, like this, you put this in here, this kill a lot of people. Oh shit, don't. Okay, what's that called? Don't do don't do that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, what else is going don't, on? What else can you do with this stuff? Like what's good stuff can you do? You're like, well, this, like, oh shit, like uh, radium. Like I'm I'm reading about radium. I'm like, yo, radium used to be in a lot of tech back in the days. Yeah. Like, Interesting. It's like, it's like, uh, like you have uh we have hydrogen and oxygen, right? H2O, right? Which is like, okay, makes water. That's good for you. But hydrogen itself is not. Oxygen by itself was good, but depending on what levels, like they're saying, like the percentage of level of oxygen is not good for us. Like we have to have a certain percentage that actually helps us. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just reading. The Laker hate yeah. is coming through or what? <laughs> Your Laker inbox is getting blown up right now? I mean, I don't, I don't really care. I, I don't really care. I mean, I mean, I do care. It's but just the steam is running off well, of your right, head. Well, right now, right now, well, right now it's, uh, uh, right now it's tied, but it's just uh, a close game. Um, yeah, I mean, like the the hype on the Lakers right now that people are saying, you know, they can win it all or whatever. Uh, to me, I'm like they haven't shown it the whole year. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Like, man, just expectation that they barely fought into possibly getting the seventh seed. You know? Yeah. 
Um, like, can we be realistic with it a little bit, you know? Like, to sit there and say they, they, they fought for the seventh seed and now they can win it all, like, um, like it's just kind of crazy, you know? Well, Lakers are up 1.4 seconds left. With, looks like it's probably a late three. And W. So, <laughs> championship, this may be going down as one of the greatest championships of all time. If they do it, well, first of all, if they do, there will be, there will be, uh, there will be so much people saying that it was a rigged setup. You know what I'm saying? Kings fans will be the first one to say it was. I mean, okay, up. but think about the storyline though. The storylines are good, right? The, the, well, what I, you guys I, got I, on the team right now is a good. Sto- you guys got some fucking storylines on your team. I mean, I mean, but, think think about this though. Think about this in a, in a storyline aspect, right? Just saying, ridiculous. I'm I'm gonna add you on this storyline stuff, right? All right, say this, right? LeBron James, twentieth year, beats all time great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record. Right, up and down tumultuous season, traded one Russell for D'Angelo, another Russell, the comeback of a Russell, the forgotten, forbidden son. Stitch, snitches get stitches, but he came back to redeem himself. The king has returned to top off. His fifth championship. And all-time leading scorer. And all-time leading all points in playoffs. AD. Finally fighting through injuries. To show. That all these other European big men. Still ain't him. That's true. Playoff Davis. Right? Tell you, Rui Hood Chamara, telling you, man, it's off the bench. Yeah, Rui right? Hood Chamara, who out of nowhere, who would have known? Tristan Thompson comes to LA to take care of his kids, becomes a defensive stalwart. Yeah, all of a sudden, jeez, the Kardashians are back in the the uh, stands. But you, you know, I I've said this for a while. I've said this for a while, and this is me probably just being you know a stupid Laker fan. I said this for a very long time. The NBA is better when the Lakers are something to talk about. You know what I'm saying? And usually if they're if they're in the playoffs or whatever, the, the NBA is better for that. I mean, to be honest, I that storyline is great. To add on to that, there hasn't been a, a seed under four that has won the NBA championship. Yeah. So Add that onto the list of what Lakers could do. Because think about the path, right? Okay, you win tonight. Okay, you face Memphis, right? Wait a no, minute. No, no. It's going to overtime. They hit a they a last minute foul on someone. Oh geez. It's only gonna add to the legacy. Their Lakers are gonna play a OT game in each playoff series. <laughs> Possibly yeah. a triple OT. I could see some point LeBron getting to like 80, 90 points in a playoff game. I don't know how you how you fuck that one up, guys. Uh, <laughs> in the game. Dude, what if LeBron does it a hundred in the playoffs? Or is the is the NBA suffering but, in ratings right now? That's what I'm thinking. They gotta be suffering. I don't, I don't know if they are or not, but this is prop the, LA this is the first to be the champ. Yeah, but anyways, uh, I I think I'm ready to end this anyway. So oh yeah, you know you're good, you're good. No, thank you, brother. It's getting intense. All right, bro.
no, no, I just that that part was like irritating, but yeah. All good, all good. Uh, 